You're listening to the mother of all solutions, stories from mums as they navigate their return to work. With me, Laura Broderick. Okay, welcome to Mother of All Solutions. We are out of London. We're in County Durham. Lucky to be at my brother and sister-in-law's house, and I'll be speaking with them later on. But for the moment, we've got a very special interview. I am going to be speaking with my own mother, to Wendy, and to my daughter, Rowan, about what it means to be a working parent today, and some reflections from both of them. Obviously, different ages, so very interesting to look at different thoughts across the generations. So I'm going to invite them both to introduce themselves. So, Ro, would you like to go first? Okay, so I'm Rowan, as you know. I come from my primary school, I'm six, and they haven't folks. That's all from me, but Mum's going to ask me some questions later, if that's all right. Perfect. And over to you, Mum. I'm Wendy. I'm the mother of mother of all solutions, my daughter Laura. I'm also mother to John, my son, and I have three beautiful grandchildren. And although I used to work as a pharmacist, I'm now in a very happy retirement. Excellent. So we've got Rowan, who's six, myself. Will I disclose my age? Okay, I'm 38. And mum, who's in retirement. So we've got three different stages of life. So I think it should make an interesting chat. So I'm going to start with Ro. Ro, what what do you think mummy's work is? What do you think I'd do? A helper of architecture. Oh, a helper of architecture. That's actually quite a good description because I find it hard to describe what I do. Okay, so mummy does help people who work in architecture and students. I talk to you about my students, don't I? And also sometimes... Ros, her partner. Oh, Ros is my job share partner. Yes, you've heard me talk about Ros. Fantastic mm. for remembering her. Mm. Hello, Ros. Um, and also, um, I work with some artists sometimes. And we sometimes put on exhibitions and projects abroad and different things. And how many days a week does mummy work? Can you remember? Four. Four. It's a bit less than that. Mummy officially... Four and a half. Oh, that would be a bit more. A bit less. Three and a half. So you're getting... Two and a half. <laughs> Two and a half. Yay, we got there. So mummy officially works a Wednesday, Thursday and a Friday morning. But sometimes I also do stuff on a Friday afternoon. But most of the time I'm able to pick you up from school that night. But we're going to talk about that more later. Um, what does daddy do? And what do you think about that? What does daddy do? My dad helps designing buildings. And he's the drawer of the part of it. So he will be designing buildings right now. So that's what you get from my dad. Great. That designing a new building. Well, you've and done really good description. There you have it, folks. There you have it, folks. Well, we've got a bit more time to talk. But for now, that's excellent, Rowan. <laughs> and, and what did Nanny do when Nanny worked? She worked as a pharmacist and she gave out medicines to she gave out medicines to people. Rowan, you could be a careers advisor. And can you remember when Nanny came into your school to talk to the boys and girls about being a pharmacist? Can you remember that? No? That was last year when you were in reception class. Okay, so mum, over to you. Now Rowan has explained that you gave out medicines. You did a little bit more than that from my memory, but you tell me about your job and what you did in different aspects of your career. Okay, I think it's... Important to say, I'm from the generation where not many people went to university, so it was quite unusual, and 
it was still the generation where most women stayed at home when they had their children. There weren't a lot of people pursued a career and also had a family. I feel I was really lucky because I chose a profession where I was able to have both. Um, I worked in a hospital as a pharmacist. However, there was always the potential to work in retail. So when I had started my family, I was able to uh, give up my career in the hospital, but then work doing locums in the retail sector mm. and this worked really well as uh, my husband was a teacher so I could work Saturdays and I could work school holidays and the children never had to go to any childcare during that time. When I decided to go back to work full time um, I did then do a master's degree so that I could bring my knowledge back up to date mm-hmm. and I remember this being quite a difficult time trying to juggle home family work and study mm, I can imagine. But, mm. but it was um the best thing I probably ever did because then my career could take off again and um yes I had a very fulfilled and interesting career and what kind of roles did you have after completing your master's what sort um, of pharmacy did you then progress into Well, I worked a lot at first in the health authority advising and then as the health service changed, I then went into work in a trust as the chief pharmacist. Um, So it was it was a changeable feast, as it were, but it was uh, it was still a lot of doing the same things, giving Mm. advice and managing clinical services within either primary or secondary care. Mm. And you had quite a responsibility not just in terms of budgets and medicines but also the staff that you looked after and um you managed and we've talked in the past about how you used to like try and accommodate their family needs within the rotors and the shifts and holidays and so I know you were quite conscious of supporting your staff with families yeah I hope I was a good boss um I was very aware I had a lot of young women that were part of the team um and we were lucky that in the hospital at the time, we only worked 12 hours during the day, 7 till 7. So we could manage shifts so that a lot of the mothers chose to start early and finish in time for school times. Mm. And then other people quite liked coming in late and staying later. So mm. it was, you know, come to their family life, that worked really well. Okay, so Nanny's just finished talking about family life. What do you think about our family life? Do you want to explain who's in our family? Who's at home in our house? Daddy. Daddy. Mr. Poops. <laughs> so, who's Mr. Poops, Rowan? Mr. That's... Poops, Naughty Casper. Naughty Casper. So, Rowan has a little brother. I have a, a, a son who is 22 months. Um, and what do we do in terms of looking after you when mummy's at work? Obviously, I'm only at work for some of the week, but daddy's at work for all of the week. So, what do we do in terms of you going, what do you do? Do after school clubs, go to my friend's house. Yeah, sometimes you go to Izzy, sometimes you go to after school. Um, and what do you think about that? What do you like about that? What don't you like about that? The thing I don't like about it is one club, Young People Matter. It's a club where you get to do Lego drawing and other stuff like that. But it's the fruit. 
But in terms of the activities and the people, you like it. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And can you remember other places you've been? Because obviously this job that mummy's in doing two and a half days a week, I haven't done for all my career. I've had other jobs since you've been born. Can you remember when you were a little baby going other places? No? Can you not remember going to Colette's? Oh yeah, Colette's. So she was my charmander, the first charmander I ever had. They had these two kids and they were called Emily and George. Oh, you love George and Emily, yeah. And, and Emily's, I think, in year seven now. Yeah, she's a big girl. She's in year seven. And George, I think, in year four. Okay. So you remember the big kids. You remember being at Colette's. And... Just for the record, um, since I went back from maternity leave with Rowan, so obviously Rose said she's six, Rowan went to a children's centre nursery for a couple of months, but then we moved house. Then she went to Colette's. Then she had to go for another to another childminder for a short period of time. She went to one preschool nursery, and then we got a place in a different preschool nursery, which was the school we wanted her to go to. Um, so she's done quite a bit of different things. And who looks after you in school summer holidays? It's normally grandparents. Normally grandparents, because even though we don't live local to grandparents, we're quite lucky that we've got a spare bedroom, so we can have grandparents come and stay in the summer holidays to help look. Um, from your friends who go to clubs more, because you've never had to go to breakfast clubs, but you must have friends who use those, what do they say and what do you think about that? Well, I only have one friend which goes to breakfast club because her mum's a doctor. She works as a doctor and she's called Millie. Um, so she can't do it in time. She gets, like, young people matter to drop them off and stuff. Okay. So she has to have breakfast there, go to that school really early, and that's it. And But she your friend's six, okay with that? She's all right with it because yeah. she plays tennis after. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, Ro, that sounds amazing. And then thinking about other women you know, we've talked about mummy's job and we've talked a little bit about nanny's job. What about other women you know? What jobs they do? Can you remember some of the jobs that people have? No, I can't remember. Is there anybody that's talked to you in school or any of the teachers or mm-hmm. any jobs that... All I know the person's jobs in the school features jobs who's called Lucy, she's the best teacher in the world. Lucy's the best teacher in the world. So that was your reception class teacher, wasn't yeah. it? So you know that there's women and work she's as a teachers. Teacher. She, women work as teachers, yeah. Any other jobs that you know that women work as? What does Auntie Hannah do? Uh Auntie Hannah's my auntie she she works as a Mm-hmm. And what would you like to do in the future, Ro? What sort of job would you like to have? Even if you don't know exactly, have you got any thoughts on it? What do you like doing at school? Rider. You want to be a horse rider. Anything else, Ro? A uh, ballet performer. A ballet performer, okay. Horse rider, ballet performer. What things do you like doing at I school? I like doing jazz, tap, ballet. And then that's it. Okay. Okay, so Mum, we're going to go back to you. Um, You've obviously talked about how your job allowed you to accommodate your family life. Um, It all sounds lovely, but there must have been some moments when it wasn't so lovely. Like, what was stressful for you as a working parent juggling a lot? 
what was stressful initially probably became less stressful as families get older but I think it was also because of my generation being probably the first women to start working as well as having a family it was expected you still did all the work that had to be done at home Mm. and there wasn't quite the same equal partnership as I feel couples have nowadays where the the men also take responsibility for helping at home and helping Mm. with the children so I found that quite stressful at times wanting to be fulfilled in my professional life Mm. Uh, but also to be a good mum as well yeah and you were quite traditional you like just to have a Sunday roast and all come together and yeah yeah I was lucky that Mm. I had good parents myself who were always very good backup uh, if Mm -hmm. if needed if children were sick and things but um, yeah and then I think as I got more senior in the organisations that I worked in was also the expectation to work longer hours Mm. but I was a single parent at that time and um, I used to get quite stressed when I was stuck in traffic trying to get home and knowing I wanted to get and it was pre-mobile phone days so like if me and John were waiting outside after swimming club waiting for you to come and yeah it wasn't like you could just be like I'm going to be five minutes or ten minutes and I do remember thinking I know she's coming, but I've got no idea how long I'm going to be stood yeah, outside. And I think and... that was really mm. stressful. And um, But then I think as we grew together and then you learned to help as well at home, I think things then got easier again. Mm. It was just, there was some periods where it did. life was mm. a bit tough, yeah. Mm. And reflecting on your career and family life, is there anything you would do differently or anything you would advise our listeners or um no I think I was really lucky that I had a career where I could uh do locums I could pick and choose hours really I can work flexibly um maybe found being on call sometimes quite hard um you know being tired and and wanting to uh be able to go into work afterwards but also to be able to look after my family as well so um I don't know that I would really change anything no not nothing major and I think st- I, I think in hindsight I was really lucky yeah and you still think um pharmacy is a good profession for wo- working parents there's a lot of male pharmacists as well um do you think it's a good career from your understanding still Yeah, from my understanding still, I think people who work in the retail sector have a different sort of career to when you work in a hospital. Mm. Um, And I think that their demands are a little bit different about targets of sales as well as being Mm. a pharmacist. Um, But probably higher salary return. Yes, probably. But Mm. I think um, a clinical pharmacist in a hospital is a very different job and... Mm. I think um, for somebody wanting a, a job in the hospital environment, um, it's a very worthwhile and fulfilling job, yes. And what about retirement? What's the... Because you, you, you're enjoying retirement, but you're still busy, right? Tell us a little bit about what you're also doing when you're not visiting Rowan, Casper, Esme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think 
maybe I retired possibly a bit sooner than I maybe would have liked to have done. Um, and that was that, for that a few was, reasons around Yeah, that was some and, health reasons. Mm. But I think um, I've always wanted to um, give back a little and... I do a lot of volunteering things, but the big thing I do to use my clinical knowledge and also because I'm an arthritis sufferer, I do a lot of work working with the uh, research that goes on at Versus Arthritis um, as a patient partner with them. Brilliant. Yeah. And yeah, I know you get a lot out of that and they get a lot of your time and expertise and mm-hmm. yeah, it seems like a good situation. All right, well, I think we should wrap up. Um, Rowan, is there anything you want to say about podcasts or anything you want to say about... Mm-mm. No? Because you've sat really well while Mummy and Nanny have been talking. Do you want to say goodbye to our listeners? You've been listening to Mother of All Solutions with Laura... Rowan, which is me, and Nanny. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Mother of All Solutions. The Mother of All Solutions is produced and hosted by Laura Broderick and edited by me, Owen Wainhouse. Music for this episode is Night and Day by D. Yan Key licensed under Creative Commons via the Free Music Archive.